Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 31st of Jan 2023, the last day of the first month of 2023. And to be honest, not much has happened in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what might happen when Jerome Powell, the chair of Federal Reserve, does actually increase the interest rate. Now at this point of time, I really am not sure what the interest rate hike would be. Will it be 25 basis points? Will it be 50 basis points? But nonetheless, the biggest takeaway is cryptocurrency and Bitcoin price will be unfortunately related to that. And that, to be honest, guys, is definitely not ideal because you need to remember Bitcoin was created as a movement towards suppression of money and the states. Unfortunately, till that thing happens, Bitcoin price will still be related in the hands of Jerome Powell. I mean, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing some reports regarding Forbes and Coindesk has also put out some prediction. One thing guys which I often say, whenever Jerome Powell goes live, please make sure that you listen to what Jerome Powell is saying live via YouTube and you'd be surprised by the incorrect, misleading and fake news information that mainstream media tends to provide. Now that thing being said guys, January has definitely looked good for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in comparison to 2022, but January definitely is not looking good so far as the job sector in the cryptocurrency world is concerned. And Cointelegraph has actually published an article that in the month of Jan, nearly 3,000 jobs were made redundant. And the article also provides a list of 14 firms that have made people redundant, particularly in the first month of 2023. Now listen guys, every Monday, Glassnodes, they tend to provide a weekly snapshot of what has happened last week. So very briefly go ahead and talk about that in today's episode. Because it has a lot of charts and graphs and if you're a technical nerd, I would definitely recommend you to go ahead and read through their Glassnode Insight. Also maybe subscribe to the paid channel as well. Now along with Glassnodes, CoinShares, they tend to provide a weekly snapshot as well and they provide a blog via Medium. So I'll very briefly talk about that. It is definitely looking good for Bitcoin but the big question is what happens this week? Because once Federal Board Chair Jerome Powell goes live tomorrow, I'm pretty much sure. These numbers will not mean anything, but nonetheless, some information. Now, in today's episode, we're also going to be discussing an interesting report by Coindesk, which actually states that the way how Celsius operated was a Ponzi scheme and definitely not good for the founder of Celsius, that is Alex Mashensky. Now, we'll end today's Crypto and Coffee Date podcast with some positive news, and that is to do with English Premier League. And there is some heavy partnership with blockchain-powered fantasy sports firm, also Rari, so definitely brilliant stuff. Now, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, we cover two news from UAE, and both the news are absolutely brilliant, and they're connected to Metaverse. And the first and the biggest and massive news is from DIFC, that is Dubai International Finance Center. Now, they have announced a Metaverse platform to promote Dubai as a global Metaverse leader, so definitely brilliant stuff. And the second news is also regarding Metaverse, and what I plan to do is, I plan to start a completely new series on Metaverse called as the Metaverse Frontier. This podcast will be completely different as the entire details for this podcast will be 100% written by ChatGPT. Once I get that text, I'm going to convert it to an artificial intelligence enabled voice and then I'm going to go ahead and release the podcast. Now look guys, what I'm also thinking is rather than using an artificial intelligence enabled voice, I may as well record my own voice, but how it's going to work is what I'm going to go ahead and explain when I look at the second news regarding UAE, 
which is all about Medivh's frontier. So quite a lot to cover in today's episode. So let's get started today's episode. Welcome to the Krypton Coffee Update, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain, and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space, as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE, and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee Update has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates, and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events, and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE, and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race and Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to spartan race, from tough mother to desert warrior challenge and also the government gov games and quite a lot more the podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race in the podcast they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race and that's not all they also plan to release seven nfts and these nfts are no ordinary these nfts will represent every emirate in the uae and listen guys 
these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Series podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now, since you've taken care of that, Let's look at the global cryptocurrency market. Not much has happened since the last 24 hours. The global crypto market is pretty much the same than what it was on the 30th of Jan. And as of today, it is $1.05 trillion. Since the last 24 hours though, it has marginally gone down by 0.11%. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is definitely not looking good. It is down to 50.21 billion billion. Now considering the fact that Bitcoin is doing ridiculously good, this volume is definitely not looking ideal and since the last 24 hours, it has gone down by 9.97%. The volume of DeFi strangely has been going down as well since the past few days. As of today, it is at $3.93 billion. The total value locked is $47.65 billion and Lido is still dominating. The total value locked with 17.02% and $8.11 billion is locked in Lido's protocol. The second is MakerDAO at $7.12 billion locked, Core Finance at $4.76 billion, Aave at $4.55 billion and Convex Finance at $4.01 billion. Now listen guys, if I want to make any predictions not related to price but let's say regarding to the adoption of cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols, I do have this feeling and this is purely out of gut that DeFi might make a comeback in 2023. Now unfortunately as of 31st of Jan, DeFi volume accounts for only 7.84% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Idealistically, in a perfect world where cryptocurrency is mainstream and cryptocurrency replaces fiat currencies, the volume of DeFi should definitely be well above the 50% mark, so it should be roughly around 50-60%. to Bitcoin and Ethereum should constitute for another 30-40%. to Now, will that thing happen? I really am not sure, because right now, Stablecoins are still dominating the cryptocurrency world and the volume of stablecoin accounts for 91.13% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The volume of stablecoins is ridiculously low at $45.76 billion and Tether USDT is still leading the pack with $33.28 billion followed by Circle USDC at $3.29 billion and finally Binance BUSD at $8.73 billion. And look guys, I really am concerned about Binance USD because if you look at the volume of Binance BNB chain and Binance BUSD and then if you compare it with the price of Binance coin, it does not make any sense. I have this very strong feeling that there is some real heavy manipulation going on and someone in the back end is trying to manipulate and stabilize the price of Binance coin. But once again, 
I am really hoping I'm 100% wrong on this. Now let's look at the market share. 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin's market share is $446 billion. Ethereum's market share is well below the 50% mark of Bitcoin's market cap and it is currently at $194 billion. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin and Ethereum both have gone down since the last 24 hours. The 24-hour of Bitcoin is $23.9 billion and Ethereum is $7.4 billion. The dominance of Bitcoin is at 42.41%, whereas Ethereum's dominance is 18.50%. Now, I have this question for you guys because I'm going to be discussing few news regarding Metaverse in my UAE news. Now, in the near future, let's say 3 to 5 years down the line, if there are any blockchain protocols which are focused only on Metaverse, do you think the dominance of that particular protocol will be closer to Ethereum or will it even surpass Bitcoin's dominance? I could be miserably wrong, but just a thought. Because look guys, Metaverse is definitely going to go mainstream probably 8 to 10 years from now. And if you listen to my podcast, blockchain unfortunately at this point of time has very little to do with Metaverse. But as and when new cryptography is invented, new hashing algorithm is invented, and if you are able to somehow some way magically solve the blockchain trilemma problem, blockchain protocols can then be connected to Metaverse. And once that thing happens, I really do feel that this new protocol, which is catered to Metaverse, will definitely take a significant chunk of the dominance of the cryptocurrency volume. Now, I'm hoping that thing does actually happen, and it's going to take at least 3-5 to five years, maybe even longer for that. Now what I'm going to be looking at next is a number of unique active wallets interacting with decentralized app smart contracts and the number one is Alien Worlds and it is standing at 252,000 but if you look at the volume in terms of dollar terms it is 2.41 billion dollars. The second is Splinterlands and the active wallets for Splinterlands interacting with decentralized app smart contracts is at 140,000 but if you look at it in dollar terms the dollar term is ridiculously low at mere $52,000. So I have this feeling that they are just doing really tiny transactions, probably for a fraction of a penny. So listen guys, if you're using Splinterlands, please go ahead and update me on that. The third one is PancakeSwap and the number of active wallets interacting with decentralized app smart contract is 128000 And if you look at it in dollar terms, it is staggering at 56 $44 million. So this data definitely does make a lot of sense and looks like Splinterlands is focusing on tiny transactions, probably for micropayments or something of that sort. Now guys, let's discuss what is going on in the cryptocurrency world. Now this week guys is going to be absolutely crucial for the world of crypto because tomorrow Jerome Powell will be going live and he's going to be deciding what the next interest rate hike is. Now at this point of time, I really am not sure if the next interest rate hike will be 25 basis points or if it is going to be 75 basis points. If it is going to be 25 basis points, there is a very high chance that the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies will definitely pump to the moon. But let's say if Jerome Powell decides that the next interest rate hike would be 75 basis points, then I definitely do feel that the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will definitely go down. Now Forbes has put up an interesting article which states that crypto is braced for a 250 billion Bitcoin and Ethereum price earthquake. Now the article does actually discuss the 25 basis points and if you read through the article, the article actually states that the price increase that we have seen in the recent weeks is also taking into consideration 
making an assumption that Jerome Powell will be increasing only 25 basis points. And Norman Sheik, who's the head of treasury at crypto asset management firm called Bay Financial, has told Coindesk that Jerome Powell will be more hawkish and retighten financial conditions. And for that reason, we could see a healthy short-term correction in crypto and all risk assets. Now listen guys, you definitely need to listen to what Jerome Powell is saying and he will be live via YouTube. And I've said this time and over in my podcast, whenever Jerome Powell tends to go live, four to five hours after Jerome Powell goes live, mainstream media, they often put up their own narrative, which is completely different to what Jerome Powell is saying. A classic example, which I often give in my podcast is, few weeks ago, Jerome Powell was asked eight times if the US is heading to recession. And all the eight times he actually said no, but after four hours, mainstream media did actually state that we are heading into recession and Jerome Powell does not want to accept it. And the market reacted to that. So what I'd really recommend you to do is listen to what Jerome Powell is saying. Wait for four to five hours. Look at the mainstream media. You'll be surprised at what mainstream media is saying is completely different and accordingly make a decision. Now, January has been good for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the global cryptocurrency market may have pumped due to inflation numbers that were released earlier, but the job sector is still facing crypto winter and Cointelegraph has put up a report which states that nearly 3,000 jobs in January were cut despite Bitcoin's rise. Now, this includes firms such as Coinbase, Gemini, Digital Currency Group, Consensus, Blockchain.com and also a firm called Prime Trust which has laid off one-third of its staff. So look guys, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is going down is not only ideal for the price but also for employees working for these areas. So definitely not good. Now guys, the next thing that I'm going to be discussing is the Glass Notes Weekly Insight and they tend to provide weekly insight every Monday. And this time's weekly insight states that Bitcoin markets have seen the strongest monthly price performance since October of 2021, fueled by both historic spot demand and a sequence of short squeezes. Now, what I'd really recommend you to do is, if you're into charts and graphs, definitely go and read through this because there's a lot of charts and graphs. And if you're a technical nerd, you may as well subscribe to the pre channel because this year, the price of Bitcoin has risen 43%. And reached a high of 23,000 and almost 24,000 probably on Sunday. Now, this increase can be attributed to a combination of high demand for Bitcoin and a series of short squeezes in the futures market. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with what short squeeze is, a short squeeze occurs essentially when a trader who bets that the price of an asset will fall or forced to buy it at a higher price, ultimately driving the price even higher. Now, an interesting point with the mentioned in that report is the trend of coins leaving spot exchanges have slowed down and the total amount of Bitcoin held on exchanges is currently at a multi-year low. Now, one important trend to note is that on-chain transactions for Bitcoin have increased while exchange transactions have declined in dominance going back to May of 2021. So the big question is what is going to happen once Jerome Powell goes live is definitely going to be really interesting. Now guys, along with glass notes, Conscious, they tend to provide a weekly blog as well. Now, I particularly like Conscious blogs because it is relatively short and easier to understand. And this week, they published a report called as Digital Asset Fund Weekly Report. And it states that it saw weekly inflows of $117 million last week. And Bitcoin was the investor favorite with $116 million inflows. 
Now, if you read through the report, they do actually state that Germany is an area where there was a lot of inflows coming in. So definitely worth reading through. But once again, guys, everything might change once Sharon Powell goes live. So this particular data is kind of not relevant for this week. And historically, these data are good, but they do very little in predicting the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now, guys, the next thing that I'm going to be talking about is about Celsius. Now, Celsius did go completely belly up in 2022. And CoinDesk has put up an article that states that Celsius was a Ponzi scheme. And the report states that Celsius actually used new customer funds to pay for withdrawals. And the article states that Celsius even misled its investors and on occasion used new customer funds to pay for customers' withdrawals. And that is kind of like the usual definition of Ponzi scheme, isn't it? Now, there is a report which is published by an independent examiner for the New York Bankruptcy Court. So definitely not good for Celsius. And listen, guys, Alex Mashensky, who is the CEO and founder of Celsius Network, in 2020, he had quite a lot of interviews and debates. One thing which I specifically did not like about Alex Mashensky is he used to often say that a lot of multi-millionaires and billionaires are trying to make the most money in the fiat world. And he, at that point of time, was a multi-millionaire, maybe even a billionaire back then. And he was kind of criticizing other multi-millionaires and billionaires, so definitely not Outlook. Now, really, I'm not sure if there'll be any fraudulent charges against him, but definitely not good for Alex Mashensky because, look, guys, he's one of the OGs so far as VOIP is concerned, that is, voice over the internet protocol is concerned. Now, we definitely need to thank him for kind of inventing voice over the internet protocol because because of him, we can do voice messages over WhatsApp or Skype or Zoom. But that thing being said, Celsius does look like it is a clear Ponzi scheme. And in 2020, Alex Mashensky did have an interview with Dr. Doom or Noriel Rubini. And Dr. Noriel Rubini at that point of time itself said that Celsius was an outright scam and looks like he was proven right once again. Now guys, let's end this episode in a positive news before we look at two news from UAE. And Cointelegraph has reported that blockchain-powered fantasy sports firm Sorare has sealed a deal with English Premier League and they're going to be minting Ethereum-based digital player card on its platform and the Premier League digital cards will be available for initial purchase on Sorare. And after the purchase is made, they're going to be made available on other trading protocols such as OpenSea. Look guys, if you're into Premier League, if you're into soccer and if you're into NFT, you definitely need to check it out. Because after World Cup FIFA 2022, even Americans are definitely identifying the importance of getting into soccer or football. Now guys, let's discuss two news regarding UAE. And the first in the breaking news and massive news is by DIFC, that is Dubai International Financial Center. And they are planning to launch a metaverse platform to promote Dubai as a global metaverse leader. So definitely brilliant stuff. Now the official source of this is WAM.AE, that is Emirates News Agency. And the website is spelled as W for Water, A for Alpha, M for Mother.AE. So DIFC, that is Dubai International Finance Center, announced yesterday the launch of DIFC Metaverse platform. And this is done in line with Dubai Higher Committee for Future Technology and Digital Economies aim to attract technology innovators from around the world. And the platform is part of a comprehensive strategy being developed by DIFC, the leading global finance center in the Middle East and Southeast region, to accelerate Dubai's status as a global metaverse leader. 
And listen guys, in the DIFC Metaverse platform, is aligned with the Dubai Metaverse strategy which aims to add $4 billion to Dubai's gross domestic product and support 40,000 virtual jobs by 2030 and attract 1,000 companies specialized in blockchain and metaverse technology. Now listen guys, if you're a startup or a business entity working in the metaverse, you definitely need to go ahead and check out the metaverse platform. Now Omar Bil Sultan Ulama, the Ministry of State of Artificial Intelligence, Digital Economy and Remote Work Applications, Chairman of the Dubai Chamber of Digital Economy, Vice Chairman of the Dubai Higher Committee for Future Technology and Digital Economy stated that the UAE adopts advanced technology in its aim to keep pace with global changes, reflecting the directives of its leadership in transforming the country and Dubai to become a leading hub for utilizing the best technology and developing capabilities. And Al-Olama also added that this metaverse platform is the first in a series of initiatives that aims to strengthen Dubai's position as a global platform for the latest digital trends and accelerate the pace to achieve the objectives of the Dubai Metaverse Strategy. Now listen guys, I do have a standalone episode about the Dubai Metaverse Strategy which goes back to when His Highness Sheikh Hamdan actually tweeted about Dubai Metaverse and we go ahead and explore the governing bodies in the Metaverse that is VAR or Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority. We also discussed the Dubai Metaverse Assembly and the different events taking place. So do me a favor, check that out. And let me try to give out some information regarding DIFC Metaverse Platform. The DIFC Metaverse Platform is part of Dubai's strategy to become a global leader in the Metaverse industry. The platform is aligned with the Dubai Metaverse Strategy, which aims to add $4 billion to Dubai's gross domestic product and support 40,000 virtual jobs by 2030. And the platform supports Dubai Economic Agenda, called as D33, which aims to generate $27 billion annually from digital transformation. And listen guys, the UAE is adopting advanced technologies to stay ahead of global changes and transform into a leading technology hub. And the Dubai Metaverse platform is the first in a series of initiatives to support Dubai's position as a global platform for digital trends. And the platform includes three key initiatives, an accelerator program, metaverse policy development and legislations, and fostering a metaverse community. The Metaverse Accelerator Program will start accepting applications this month and aims to attract more than 500 applications. The program seeks to identify 50 promising graduates and stimulate investment opportunities. So look guys, Dubai is definitely taking the lead so far as Metaverse is concerned. And the DIFC is committed to supporting innovative Metaverse startups by introducing them to regional players and providing access to investors a regulatory sandbox and marketing support and the DIFC Fintech Accelerator hosted its annual Investor Day on the Metaverse platform. Now listen guys, what I'd really recommend you to do is DIFC, they are quite active on Instagram. So go to Instagram, follow DIFC Fintech Hive. They do provide quite a lot of stories and regular updates as well. And listen guys, around six months ago, the DIFC Fintech Hive also partnered with Emirates NBD to launch their own Metaverse Accelerator program and they received over 100 global applicants and the Metaverse Accelerator program will run for 6 months and offer training and workshop to upskill and reskill startups in technical and interpersonal aspects of the Metaverse and the program aims to facilitate partnership between startups and corporates to create a new Metaverse solutions and the DFC Metaverse platform is an extension of the innovation proposition 
shaping the technology and innovation landscape in the Middle East and South Asia region and the platform will promote the development of a creative community and venture building and this platform guys will also address metaverse legislations and regulations in areas such as open data digital identity and company law frameworks the look guys one of the vision of shake come down is for dubai to be the top 10 cities in the world so far as metaverse is concerned and by looking at the support by the government i wouldn't be surprised if dubai is in the top 3 maybe the best city in the world so far as metaverse is concerned and the next news that i'm going to be talking about is to do with metaverse as well now currently i have two podcasts the first one is called crypto and coffee day that you're listening to right now i have metaverse everything podcast which i do every fridays and i cover all the top news around the world i also look at top five metaverse news from dubai and uae and top five metaverse news from around the world but i plan to do is from the 1st of february that is tomorrow i want to start a completely new podcast called as the metaverse frontier now listen everything is done by chat gpt there is so much hype surrounding chat gpt and personally i've completely been blown away by chat gpt so what i actually did i asked chat gpt to come up with a name for a metaverse podcast and chat gpt itself suggested the name the metaverse frontier so the metaverse frontier is a new podcast which is going to be started by me but it's going to work completely different all the show notes will be written entirely by chat gpt so the podcast research the podcast information will all be updated and written by chat gpt once i get that chat i'm also going to ask chat gpt to convert it into a podcast speech i'm going to copy that and what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be using an artificial intelligence voice and i'm going to be pasting it and that particular software will be giving out a voice now there are two ways of doing it one i can use a standard artificial intelligence voice to read out that podcast or i can put my own voice into a software and that software will actually replicate my voice so it's going to be my voice but i will not be the one who will be speaking what are your thoughts guys let me know on that now the first episode is scheduled to be released tomorrow but tomorrow's episode will not be my voice it will be rather an artificial intelligence enabled voice so the podcast that is going to be released tomorrow for the metaverse frontier is going to cover topics such as the history of metaverse the pros and cons of metaverse the impact of metaverse during situations such as geopolitical situations inflation war and i'm also going to be covering some top metaverse news so if you do have any feedback or suggestions mention them in the comments below now listen guys what i really want to do is the metaverse frontier i want to make it a community driven podcast so how do work is you listeners let's say if you have any idea for metaverse or have your own content you will be able to send me an email where i'll do that take that data i'll put it in chat gpt i'll ask chat gpt to make it into a sentence and i'll go ahead and publish it in my metaverse frontier podcast what are your thoughts on that let me know now you are the content creator for this and i'm sure i'll try to find out some way where you get recognition for your content provided maybe a part of the nft released for every episode can go to you or something of that sort but what i'm also thinking is startups and businesses dealing in metaverse they might be given 2 to 6 minutes to write a script explaining what their project is i'll take that script put it in chat gpt ask them to convert it into a podcast speech and i'll go ahead and add that as well what are your thoughts on that that could work as a sponsorship for this podcast as well so the information 
will be provided in text to me. I'll take that text, put it in ChatGPT, allows ChatGPT to convert it into a podcast speech. I'll copy that, put it in an AI-generated voice, and that outcome will be part of the episode. Let me know what your thoughts on that are. But there are two ways, once again, of doing that. One is I could use an artificial generated voice, which are kind of ready-made, or I can put my own voice and the software will generate the speech in my voice. Now, that might take at least few days. So maybe the first few episodes that you listen may not have my voice, but in the future, you'll definitely have my voice. But one thing to notice, I will not be speaking, but it'll still be my voice. And I thought with the hype of ChatGPT, it makes perfect use case to start Metaverse Frontier podcast. So if you do have any feedback or suggestions, guys, mention them in the comments below. So that's all for today, guys, in the Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to infatblockchaindxp.com or also check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, Please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, there's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask you any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, PR Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, this is George from Blockchain TXB listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And I have a question by Carl who asks, what are your thoughts on Binance? Now to be honest Carl, lately I really am not liking Binance at all. Now in 2020, they did have a relatively bad year. 2021 was one of the worst years for Binance but 2022 was actually great for Binance and unfortunately that was the year when Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies faltered and Binance did have a brilliant year in 2022 and FTX also collapsed. But one thing to remember Carl, whenever you're thinking about centralized exchanges, you always need to go ahead and revisit the second line of Bitcoin white paper. That is, the main benefits are lost if a central media or an entity is required to double spending. So my recommendation is avoid using any cryptocurrency exchange, avoid using Binance as well. But that thing being said, so far as the Binance customer service is concerned, I've heard some absolutely terrible user experience. One of the reviews which uh, one of my clients did actually give me was that the Binance customers were asked to wait on a chat box for over 24 hours and they were required not to close that chat box. That is absolutely horrendous considering the fact that we are in 2023, there is no customer service and apparently there are quite a number of frauds which are taking place in Binance as well. And uh, in December, I did get one of my clients from India who did actually send me a message stating that he had lost quite a lot of funds. It was kind of like a fraud which happened on Binance and unfortunately, the customer service was completely shutting him down. I cannot disclose what that is because it was clear outright fraud and Binance unfortunately could not do much about it. But that thing being said, the customer service being offered by Binance is definitely pathetic. Now lately what I've been noticing is if you look at the volume of Binance BNB chain, the numbers definitely do not match. And this could only mean one thing, that there is a centralized entity in the back end which is trying to manipulate the price of Binance. And look, Carl, one thing which I've often said, 
Binance going down will be absolutely tragic for the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Binance at this point of time is ridiculously strong. It might be even stronger than Bitcoin to be honest. Because if you look at the volume of stable coins, it is at number third. If you look at Binance BNB chain in the coin market cap, it is at number three. They have quite a lot of partnerships in other parts of the world, including US, including Germany, including South Korea, in the UAE as well. So keeping all these things in mind, if Binance were to go belly up, it's going to have an absolutely devastating impact in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. But will that be a good thing? In hindsight, it might be a good thing because you need to remember, Bitcoin was created as a peer-to-peer electronic cash system and ideally, the transaction needs to happen peer-to-peer. But unfortunately, based on the customer service reviews, looks like Binance is definitely putting a bad name for cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin in particular. So that's essentially what my thoughts on Binance are. But listen, Carl, if you're from UAE, what I'd recommend you to do is there is another cryptocurrency exchange called BitOasis and they are from UAE. They're definitely been in UAE much before Binance. I would recommend to go ahead and use BitOasis as opposed to Binance. That's essentially what my thoughts are. So that's all for today, guys, on the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye-bye.